pick your class and learn your battle points. Because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to episode 154 of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. I'm your host, Sage Goodwin, joined by my brother and co-host, Sam Goodwin. Hello there. In this episode, we'll be talking about Count Dooku, uh, catching up on the previous week's news, and our thoughts on the new game mode and its state. Let's get started. Let's get started with Count Dooku. What are our thoughts on Count Dooku? I know my thoughts. What about your thoughts, Sage? My thoughts. Hear. Okay. I, I really enjoy Count Dooku. I think Count Dooku is a very uh, balanced villain. Uh, he does change a lot of the ways that you fight with lightsabers. Like, it changes how you, how you uh, approach that, especially, especially with blocking. That boy can block like crazy. After playing Count Dooku a little more with crappy internet, he seems to be about the same from last week, what I talked <laughs> last about. Last week? Um, a few weeks ago. <laughs> um, I think he's one of the best, if not the best, here uh, villain so far. Yeah. Added cool-wise and powerful-wise. I still enjoy playing General Grievous more. Yeah, let's, General Grievous has gotten a lot better, I, I feel. Yes. I feel like uh, people have learned to play him at this point. Because I, I really underestimated him, and I was playing Obi-Wan f- uh, a couple days ago, and I was getting wrecked by General Grievous, mostly because my internet sucked, but also because General Grievous is pretty dang powerful blame it on the internet friend of the podcast and friend in real life preston russell been on the show several times has a pretty awesome strategy with count dooku actually first you use expose weakness then you hit a hero with lightning and while they are down activate duelist and you can land a hit while they're getting up it's basically a one hit kill on most players yeah this is an interesting um idea here mate Doing combos and heroes and villains. Yeah, it's not something that we're we're used to. Yeah, it seems like it's more of a you throw out a move and hope it hits, and then you try to attack him again. Yeah. Luke actually, I had some combos at the start of the game that I would do. Luke is actually he's fairly, really he's fairly really combo good. based. You would you throw him on the ground with the 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 neutral special like the two back bumpers. I can't remember the name. RB and LB. Uh huh. And then you would uh. You would uh, do your force dash on him and attack him, mm-hmm. which is a two-hit combo, but it does a decent amount of damage. Yeah, so use, using Count Dooku's abilities really helps you in getting uh, ahead in the game. Yeah, I'm, I'll have to test out the combo because it could be game-breaking if <laughs> if this is true. Yeah, so Count Dooku, we're big fans of Count Dooku. I'm really interested to see how he stacks up against Anakin, which is coming out this month. Oh, yeah. Looking forward to that. Yes. And then I'm... Uh, the thing that I look forward to the new heroes most is how they affect heroes versus villains. Because that's been my number one game mode. I've uh, been playing a lot with a uh, friend of the podcast, Preston Russell. Hashtag, hashtag shout out. Um, Second. Was this the same guy that just sent in? Yes. Surprising. Combo? Yeah. Dang. Mm-hmm. Popular guy. Yes. <laughs> Apparently you don't like him, Sam. I do. <laughs> um. Well, anyway, Count Dooku wise, I wanted to talk about like how villains and heroes when they're added they just they seem not to affect the bigger game modes really at all not really but then when you get to hero showdown and heroes versus villains they actually do make a giant impact on the game yes anytime a new hero or villain is added to the game heroes and villains changes drastic drastically because heroes versus villains i feel is the epitome of battlefront like when i think of battlefront in general i think of heroes and villains going even going back to battlefront yes 2005 and 2006 and those are my go-to game modes i'm not i haven't played the larger game modes in so long i've been sticking with ewok hunt and 
Heroes versus Villains and Hero Showdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I did jump back into um, Galactic Assault it's pretty re- pretty recently. It is super fun, especially when you get on Geonosis or I've, I've really been enjoying Kamino. It's one of the things like I'll play only big game modes for a little while and I'll go back to hero game modes and just strictly play those. Not not really integrating them both in my gameplay. So I'm, I'm interested to see what this new game mode and how that affects it. Perfect segue into let's talk about this news. So the the new game mode, which is a a non-linear conquest type game mode, you're gonna have these points that you're supposed to capture. Uh, it's gonna have capital ship takedowns. It's the it's the dream game mode for Battlefront fans. It is pro- it is a code name Project Titan. They are making progress on, on it, but there was a snag. The community events calendar came. And on it was on it was Anakin. Some of the things that were uh, coming this month has been confirmed. The emote wheel, stuff like that. But missing was that new game mode. So where can we donate? This sounds like some depressing pet commercial right now. The first, the first signs was the, the first sign was that absence of the community calendar. I was just listening, and I just kept hearing depressing music and i feel like you're doing this on purpose are you doing pauses intentionally are you shall i continue only if you'll stop pausing (laughs) mid-sentence elliot responded was like i've got a bad feeling about this and then that absence spread throughout the community we were all very very concerned about this friend of the podcast cedric sent us messages and he had some really we we had a really uh, a really good talk on there talking about that new the new game mode he says this looking at the reddit comments on the community calendar oh please no this game doesn't need any more bad press this was before everything this is when we thought the game was game mode was going to be canceled which i was i was seriously considering oh the absence is they're going to cancel this game and if they cancel this game mode i've been like mm. What's the future of this series, really? Because a lot of what Battlefront is going forward with and how it, it approaches the new content is hinging on this new game mode. It'll be the first big game mode added to the game since launch, which is very surprising when you say those words out loud. It's supposed to really um, really take advantage of the bigger Geonosis-sized maps. I, I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking, oh, please don't let it be canceled but hallelujah it has just been delayed yes it's extremely disappointing that it has been delayed after so so many times being hyped up we've been hearing these things we've been getting these teases on it it got announced alongside everything we thought it was all going to come out at the same time but it has been moved to later in march again they didn't specify dates because who knows they may move it back again if they move it back once more i really think we're gonna have a problem in the community and just the mindset around the game you can look at this at a bright side to where Maybe they can improve on what they yes. were screwing up. That's that's the that's the background. Or this we is can actually, look at it at a Reddit side. Yeah, so there's the Reddit side, which is, oh crap, this is... They promised us this, and yeah. they're not giving it to us once again. So Tor, uh, I think it was uh, Shigeru Miyamoto, creator of Mario, had this great quote. It is never bad for... I'd rather delay a game and put more effort into it than release a crappy game. So delays, as long as they come to fruition are great things for video games. It means that they can add more time, they can put in more effort to make it the thing that they want it to be. Thus far, Battlefront does not have a good track record with delaying things. No, they do not. And it coming to full force. Yeah, when they say February, they mean the 28th. Yeah, they're always doing 
at the the furthest point they can release something and it yeah. still be in that month but so we'll see it is it is game development game development it's a very complicated the mode yeah we're getting the mode it's coming out as far as we know it's just been delayed yes and i am really looking forward to this mode alongside that there are also because of this extra time two brand new reinforcements are coming we do not know what they are going to be. Again, just a sign of Battlefront, uh, the developers of Battlefront being the developers of Battlefront, not saying exactly what's coming. They're not really developers, uh, Bidwalk and the, the team behind that on promoting things. But two new reinforcements are going to be added to the game alongside this game mode. Definitely wasn't seeing this coming. No. Like when I think of them adding things, that is, I don't even think of that at all. But it's actually really a really good idea to add reinforcements. Exactly, yes. Definitely, definitely mind-blowing. It's like, oh, they're adding something. Yeah, something I never thought they would have. That's been at the back of my mind. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I'd also really like to see more weapons being added. Yeah, we haven't gotten any more weapons, period, since launch. We've, we've gotten reworks of uh, star cards, but no actual weapons that you can equip. That's another thing, star cards. We have not seen very many star cards for vanilla trooper classes. There is a reason for that. The way that they develop the game prohibits them from actually making new star cards without breaking the game. So they have to go in and rework existing ones. Yeah, which is fine. Some some of those star cards are absolutely useless. Yeah. So they look at the data and say, okay, this star card isn't being used, so we can change this one. We can either adjust it or we can replace it. Yeah, weapons, star cards, those need a little touch-up right now. Even the trooper classes themselves. So let's put our speculation hats on. What do you think these two new uh, reinforcements will be? Hmm. I hope to see a, like commander clone class like cody or rex okay for the um, hero side uh, i know i know commando droids from or even droidicas would be amazing which probably <laughs> would take a lot of development to get do you hear the sigh they have already shot down droidicas sadly um yep. droidicas are not a thing that are going to be added in this update um Benwalk was quick to be like, okay, <laughs> these aren't droidicas. Hmm. Uh, hopefully, he's lying. But I, I don't think that they're going to be adding droidicas. They are a very complicated thing to be added Definitely. to the game. But again, Battlefront 2005 had it. So it's yeah, not, it's not, it's not out of the question. Um, it's just, I hope at least down the line that we'll add it eventually. I do too. Uh, I don't see it happening since this is something that's like, oh, we're bringing two new, uh, two new reinforcements because we have extra time to be able to put into them. I don't see that being droidicas. I know they've they have been working on in the background animations and little uh, little design uh, skeletons for droidicas, but nothing has come to fruition so far. But you mentioned Battlefront 2005, and that's actually a good point to draw inspiration from because there was a lot of awesome reinforcement classes yes. in that game like the magna droids were awesome yes i would love to see that especially alongside general grievous on the battlefront that would be pretty yes i would love to not see even that. having their lightsaber type things but just the weapons themselves mm-hmm. yeah I, I i second that i think that would be awesome i'm really surprised that uh they didn't bring back the um the squad reinforcements like they did in battlefront 2015 you know like you spawned in as emperor palpatine or princess leia and then you got oh, right. the guards that would I actually forgot about that. Most of these, most of these um, characters can obviously they have multiple uh, heroes in the game that could utilize that mechanic. We got Palpatine, General Grievous could Count Dooku. Count du- most of these are villains right now. Um, <laughs> Let's look at the. I mean, Leia. Yeah, Leia had a good excuse for that. Hmm. We could have a we could have Chewbacca spawn in Lumpy and Itchy. <laughs> What's uh, Chewbacca's wife's name? Like Ma Mala Mala I Mala. Think. 
<laughs> Mala is a playable villain or hero. Come on, guys. Yeah. So what 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 are your thoughts on the uh, the delay of this new game mode? I mean, I was kind of expecting it. It seemed too good to be true. Yeah. Like there's just some things that they're announcing. That I'm like that cannot be happening. And I, I'd like to I'd like to say if I was the developers, I'd be as vague as possible as well. Yeah, because they haven't really done any like you know set any milestones for the game mode like really set in stone kind of things they don't even have an official name for it yet yeah it's codenamed right now i mean it's understandable especially they set themselves up to kind of delay it with all the lack of information they gave us i'm disappointed obviously but yeah i mean i'm patient i can wait for that as long as they are doing what they say they're doing which is putting more effort and polishing the game mode i'm gonna be happy i mean this game mode is going to be fun this game mode is going to change how the game is played and hopefully it'll bring in a new wave of uh players yeah because most of our uh, most of our big game modes right now are like one side versus the other one defending one attacking and this is kind of both attacking or both defending yes you know one player can change the tide of the game if it's like 2005 battlefront to where if you capture a point it'll be so awesome especially with the hopefully they do a set number of troops so it's more like a you only live once type deal that would be awesome you would you would you would prefer you only have one life no like you know how they give you like a set of 200 versus 200 yeah and you utilize those because it's more do you want do you would you want them to regenerate life like if you if you came if you capture a certain amount of points I feel do you like want them to regenerate part of your numbers or just keep it like set 200 and then that's what you get for the rest of the game i feel like the majority should have some type of an advantage if they have like a four to three if there's like seven the person with a higher number maybe either like lessens the troop number i don't know maybe they gives them all a boost in their in their life and all that but that seems a little unfair to the other team yeah because obviously you can a kill the opponents all their lives down or b capture all the points those are the two ways you can win and i'm not sure if they would make it more about the capturing points or more of the taking lives we'll mm -hmm. have to see yeah and this is all speculation we yeah. have not we don't have any confirmation on whether this but is going to how, how the game when we hear conquests that's what I'm comparing yeah. it to inherently. But, you know, they released Battlefront. We were, we had all these, you know, okay, this was awesome. The In Hunt, like we were comparing it to Battlefront 2005. Yeah. But it was its own game. So we'll have to see when that comes out. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. This is, this is its own game. It's not like this isn't Battlefront 4. Yeah. I feel like they're making these names to draw out nostalgia in players. But I think that's both a blessing and a curse. Yeah. It works out to their disadvantage more than it does to their it advantage. Does. People have all these um, preconceived notions. They're like, right. oh, this is, this is what Hunt It has be. to be like this. Yeah. And if they're disappointed, you're going to have some backlash there. Yeah, it's going to be blamed on the fact that, oh, this isn't this isn't the game I played when I was four. Yeah, why use the name if you're not going to deliver on that? So I hope they you know they keep taking these names from Battlefront 2005 and not delivering on them. Mm -hmm. So we'll see if this is the one exception for that. Yeah, I'm, I'm greatly looking forward to see how they, they approach that. And this is also a big turning point because this will be the end of the Clone War season. But yeah. it's also good because we don't get a group... <laughs> We get Anakin in February and the new uh, rework for um, the new rework for the emote wheel, which we'll get into in a second, and the um, the rework for the designs of the clone troopers. So we get all of this in February, and we also in March when we didn't know what was going to actually be in March, we get this new game mode and two new reinforcements. Hopefully, but I'm not liking the season format right now, to where you get minimal content over a really large span of time. Hopefully this is for themselves to catch up with themselves and start bringing out a lot of new content. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, they don't really have an excuse. Because they were, even at the start of this game, pumping out decent content for a little bit amount of time. Comparing it to Battle for 2015, we were getting more content over less time. When we were in this game, promised more content 
less time. More content more frequently. Yes, exactly. But we're getting, you know, a hero here and there that aren't coming with awesome maps or game modes. So hopefully after the Clone Wars season comes to a complete, we'll start seeing a different format that works better for us. Yeah, and we still we we still don't have uh there is a uh, an after the Clone Wars season roadmap that we still don't have yet. Yeah, we don't know if they're going to continue the Clone Wars or maybe reset. Mhm. Yeah, like what what direction are they going to take? Are they going to go with new movies? Are we going to go in a loop like, you know, we get prequel content, original trilogy, then sequel trilogy, and Mm -hmm. like that keeps rotating but there's a lot of new star wars content coming out exactly there. so we'll definitely have to see on that there's solo which they didn't take full advantage of with the heroes like i was really expecting them to add yeah that was really i felt like rushed yeah they were just trying to throw it together to get some cells if they keep it up to the end of the year we've got the new star wars movie coming out which is going to be big yes gonna be huge yeah they, they delayed the movie to december and um i really i really hope that battlefront 2 makes the effort to actually put into content for the game on that movie they have a lot of prep time right now that they could start doing that so mm-hmm. they definitely need to work on that so get their partnership with lucasum back to the core where they were in development of mm-hmm. the game and start getting you know talking to them see if they can get any details to start prepping for the season yeah if if so like with battlefront 2015 we talked to the developers around the time uh, rogue one came out talking about the content and how they worked with lucasfilm on creating that content how they got to see parts of the movie and get inspiration and from concept art and ideas that they had in place for that before the movie came out uh, they didn't actually see the whole movie but in um, with battlefront 2 2017 they were able to work very closely with lucasfilm and the creation of The Last Jedi season and its content. Ideally, they should have enough time for one more season before the new movie comes out, but we'll see. Yeah. Because they're in an awkward position right now. They're just about to come to a close. It's about to be springtime here soon, and they need to get this season out before they come to the new Star Wars movie. Yeah. Because I felt like The Last Jedi DLC was kind of rushed as well, kind of thrown together to an extent i don't think so i think it had an idea of what the season wanted to be it wanted to be like oh i pick this side versus this side and then we battle it out and see yeah because they announced it and it was really close for the movie to come out it came out actually before the movie mm-hmm. it was really close after yeah. they released it for the movie to come out because obviously they want to get it out first so they get some of the hype around it mm-hmm. oh i can play this before the movie comes out so um i'm interested to see how they take that experience and push it forward to this next movie exactly now let's go into uh the new change that they're going to be adding or one of the new changes the emote will quote a long time ago in a transmission far far away we talked a little bit about our plans to include an emote will into star wars battlefront 2 emotes have always been a fun addition to the game and we've seen how much you enjoy hello there hello there the emote will will allow you to equip all the emotes that are currently in the game the ones that you've currently got equipped onto your troops and heroes, whereas currently you can only have two emotes selected. With a new emote wheel, you'll be able to select up to eight. The emote wheel is due to arrive within the Chosen One update, which is set for February 27th. This is something that I enjoy a lot is the emote system. Like, I love the idea of it. I I just love the mechanics of it, and I like to, you know, emote on people when I kill them. (laughs) But that was something that in Battlefront 2015, I... 2015 i really you know bonded with yeah the emote system emotes were huge in that game yeah you know there was a select few that everyone would use and those were the popularized ones and then looking at this game there's you know 
weapons I was more familiar with in 2015 Battlefront, um, star cards and emotes. I feel like we've got a little disconnect with those three mechanics in this game. I hope they, you know, flesh it out more and make emotes something I want to do. Yeah. Rather than you know, just throwing them on and seeing how they work. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to be able to equip equip up to eight. I mean, two is ridiculous, and the whole process ridiculous. of equipping them is very annoying. Yeah. The whole UI for the whole hero, the hero system, you know, where you upgrade and mm-hmm. buy skins is really confusing. Yeah. And that even correlates with the emotes as well. I would like to be able to purchase emotes in between rounds. But before the game starts, I think that would be great. And they need to frequently add more emotes because I feel like it's kind of stale. It is a little bit stale. Like, whoa. what are the new emotes that have been added for troopers? I have not even looked at them in so I don't, long. I don't, have there been any? I don't, I want to say no. I don't think there have been. Because we've had every community transmission and they say nothing about um, emotes for trooper classes. Yeah, they've got emotes for the heroes that they've been adding. But correct us if we're wrong, you can reach out on Twitter at SWB Podcast or uh, through email, battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com. Have there been any? Let us know. Uh, right now, I, don't, I can't think of any. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I want to say that there have been, but I can't remember if there have been what exactly they are. Maybe they'll add like trooper versions of hero emotes that came out. Mm-hmm. That's a possibility. Like hello there. And if they don't, they need to. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. I just wish the UI was more user friendly for customization and upgrading star cards. One last thing before we end this episode, we've got an email from Chris Bunn. Hello, I just found your podcast and I'm very pleased to hear some positive stuff being said about Battlefront 2. A lot of negative stuff can be found online. A lot of negative stuff and old stuff seems to be all I can find online. So I have a question for you. I've not been from away I've been away from gaming for a very long time. Not decades, mind you, but years for sure. The game I decided I want to play most upon taking up this hobby again is Battlefront 2. So how do you guys think I could get back into the swing of things without just dying constantly? Also, I've heard wait times to get into certain game modes can be immensely long. Have you found that to be the case? I'm on Xbox in North America if that makes a difference in your opinion. Once again, thanks for your positivity about a game I'm excited about giving a go. Thank you so much for sending that email in, Chris. Really appreciate it. What do you think? What are your thoughts on this? Depends on like how many how many shooters you've mm-hmm. played in your lifetime. Because I found like people who play Call of Duty religiously have a um, inherent upper hand on people that just picked up Battlefront, for example. Some skills carry over from uh, shooter to shooter. I th- the first thing that came to mind, one of the first ways I think would be a good to kind of get an idea for the mechanics would be offline arcade. Yeah, solid, solid start. I think that's a good starting point. It doesn't have any stress of online players. You can pause at you, any time. Once you get the you know basic mechanics down, you're basically good to go. Yeah. Practice you know the weapon mechanics and how different weapons operate i'd also suggest uh tweaking with the um the sensitivity of the the blasters uh the controls in particular sometimes starting out you want to maybe do it a little bit slower or maybe you just want to be able to feel a little bit faster so you up it up a little bit more yeah so treat arcade like a tutorial almost and then jump into the i would suggest galactic assault and stick with your team team yeah galactic assault's really good because you are a part of a team it's much bigger broader scope so you can kind of take your time more than say something like blast because a blast a new player going into blast yeah it's gonna get very free for all almost with some certain restraints but sticking with your teammate is team rather is is always a good start. Start out maybe not going especially for kills, but going for the objective. That I find that really helps when you're changing up that mindset of, oh, I'm not trying to get on the top of the leaderboard by kills. I just want to help my team uh, achieve that goal. Yeah, and I, I would say the easiest class to play is heavy, but if you're going to start off 
like playing with your teammates the best as officer yeah officers Re- really pretty, solid pretty weapons solid. really easy to get shots with them and plus he can heal himself and others so a little harder to kill he's also more strategic like you place your turret down and you can kind of play around with that as for the game modes it, a lot of it depends on the time frame that you're playing um i know a couple times i've been playing late at night been having troubles getting getting a full lobby in on heroes versus villains a lot of it depends on when you play like you've played late late at night maybe your preferred servers aren't necessarily north america but start going into other countries yeah and it also depends on which type of game mode you pursue because um, other types of game modes are less popular than others. I find that Ewok Hunt actually is pretty easy to get in a lobby. Oh, really? It's fairly popular. I've not played Ewok Hunt in a while. I haven't experienced wait times at all in so long. Like, normally I'll play Heroes vs. Villains or Ewok Hunt and wait maybe 15 seconds before finding a lobby. Mm-hmm. I mean, that varies depending on what time of day, like you said. Yeah, a lot of it depends on the time of the day. Yeah, but you know the main game modes like Galactic Assault and Heroes vs. Villains you shouldn't have a problem with. Yeah, exactly. The big popular ones are always going to have people on them. Yeah, and I played I play both PlayStation 4 and Xbox One and experience minimal wait times. Exactly. Also, if you want to send us a friend request on Xbox or PlayStation, on Xbox it is SWB Podcast, and on PlayStation it is Tie-Dye Sheep Films. T-Y-E-D-Y-E-S-H-E-E-P-F-I-L-M-S. I think that's about it for this episode of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. I've been your host, Sage Goodwin. And I'm Sam Goodwin. You can follow us on Twitter at SWB Podcast. We are 10 away from 1,100 followers on Twitter. We would definitely appreciate it if you gave us a follow. Try to stay active there. And if you have any uh, thoughts, definitely send us a message. And that is at SWB Podcast. You can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast, or on PayPal, paypal.me slash tie-dye-sheep, T-Y-E-D-Y-E-S-H-E-E-P. And a way that you can uh, support us and helps us out a ton is through leaving us a review on iTunes. Honestly, it is a great way to uh, help our podcast grow and also sharing it with your friends, families, neighbors, random people on the street. We appreciate that as well. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. And our Gmail is battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com. You can listen to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, or anywhere you find podcasts. As always, thanks for listening. And may the Force be with you. Uh